All right. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good whatever it is you are listening to the Bear Trap Fitness Podcast with me as always. My beautiful wife, Sarah. Say hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. And we took a week off. Uh, that was my fault. That was her fault, definitely. Well, that was like Whole Foods meal kit's fault. Yeah, so why don't you tell us why we had to take a week off? Because I had food poisoning and I spent the days praying for death. Mm. Yeah. Yes, so mm-hmm. uh, we had, because we've been trying all these different kind of meal prep things, mm-hmm. like we've been trying the Blue Apron, and we're going to talk about it more today, um, we tried the Whole Foods one, which is basically you go to Whole Foods, uh, well first you got to go to the bank and take, take out a, a loan, mm-hmm. then you go to Whole Foods so you can afford to pay for the food there, um, then you pick up a box, it's like a meal ready to, to prepare Yeah, it was basically those boxes that we got from the HelloFresh, but in a Whole Foods cardboard carrier. Yeah, so we got, I got one of those, or we got one of those. I picked it up. Oh, okay. And Sarah prepped it, and Uh it was chicken. Yeah, and I mean, I don't want to say I got sick from the Whole Foods box. However, it was the last thing I ate before I then was doubled over in pain. And I ate the same, basically the same stuff you ate, too. Yeah. So, and I didn't get sick, really. Right. So it, but I prepared it, so I yeah. just assumed that I handled raw chicken and didn't clean my hands mm. properly or something. Safety first. Safety first, yeah, indeed. So that's our first tip of the day. If you're handling raw chicken, uh-huh. make sure you don't lick your fingers afterwards. Like Sarah Oh, I does. wasn't <laughs> supposed to lick my fingers? God, no wonder And rub it in your eyes up. and up your nose. And That's where I went wrong. Yeah, so um, things like that happen. So we had to take a week uh, a week off, um, but we're back, mm-hmm. back. And um, first, let me get a shout, give a shout out to a new. Uh, well, as always, the Sleep with Me podcast with Dear Scooter. Been listening to him a lot lately. Great stuff. Um, so if you can go to sleepwithmepodcast.com, check them out. Donate to their Patreon. The other podcast I've been listening to, and I'm like, it's I'm. Sp- Hit or miss. It's called the No Sleep Podcast, because I've just been in the mood to be scared. Like uh, since Halloween, I've been wanting like that, like nothing really scary anymore. You know what I mean? Like you watch horror movies. I think it'll start to get more scary. Well, (laughs) and on that note, we're gonna be the only (laughs) podcast that does not talk about the election (laughs) this year. So you can count on us having zero opinion. Nothing to do with that. On the Mm -hmm. podcast (laughs) about the election. So. So, uh, buckle up. It's all fitness and all health. But anyway, um, I was in the mood to, like, want to be scared. I don't, I don't know if that is weird or, like... I don't know, because I've been playing some, like, survival horror video games and I've been w- and watching horror movies, but nothing is, like, frightening anymore. And it's just because, in my opinion, I think it's because I don't, like, believe in ghosts or, you know, aliens or... I mean, like, aliens coming to get me. I mean, I believe there's stuff out there, but... Like, I don't believe that there's aliens visiting the Earth, and I don't know, just, like, nothing's really scary that's not, like, a guy with a gun, you know? That's scary. Mm-hmm. That, that's legitimately scary, but something wanted me to, like, I wanted something that's, like, scary, mm-hmm. like the Are You Afraid of the Dark when you were a kid, or, uh, what's that other one? The Scary scary Stories for Kids, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, remember those books mm-hmm. with the scary drawings? Yeah. And I've been, like, pining for that. Not fear, but just that kind of creepiness. And I found the No Sleep podcast, and it's okay. I mean, some of them are like, you can tell they're written by amateur writers. So, like, some of it can be, like, a little weird. But 
I like the presentation. It's like a really good sound quality and really good production value. So I'm going to continue listening to the Sleep With Me, uh, to the No Sleep podcast. It's quite the dichotomy, mm-hmm. huh? No Sleep podcast and the Sleep With Me podcast. Yes. One is supposed to keep you up. One's still supposed to put you to sleep. It's like doing crack and mm-hmm. <laughs> taking a bunch of opiates at the same time. Ah, uppers and downers. Uppers and downers. Um, so do you need a scary movie recommendation? Is that what you need? No, or? I mean, we, mm-hmm. like the, I, we've been watching, I don't know, like Halloween came around and we watched some scary movies, but they're just not scary anymore. I don't know. Like we watched The Witch and that it's was creepy. It was creepy and I, I enjoyed it. The only thing I didn't like about it is I couldn't understand them because it was like old Englishy mm-hmm. kind of talk and I couldn't hear like I could hear it but I couldn't understand it so I had to put the subtitles on <laughs> like, I was such an old guy at that moment um but like there's really no scary movies out there that I can think of nothing that like really scares me scares me I don't know yeah, yeah. so find something. Mm-hmm. anyway that was the long rambles of you should try the no sleep podcast it's pretty okay it's pretty medium okay good Ex- not great great not good what? <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, that's the um, that's the ramblings. But if, if you don't already know, if you're just your first episode, uh, my name is Aristio Bear Trap Duenas. My wife is Sarah Duenas. I am a personal trainer. Um, oh crap! I forgot all the things I do. Personal trainer, former MMA fighter, and PE teacher to the stars. And Sarah is. Well, she just kind of exists. Mm-hmm. She yeah, I'm, sits, I'm just here. She sits there. <laughs> she looks nice. Thanks. Sometimes. Sometimes. It's a podcast. <laughs> it's I don't a, know. <laughs> exactly. She ain't all dolled up right now. You don't know. Um, I'm in my ball gown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Sarah is a school teacher slash distance runner. And we like to provide you with some tips, some hits, hits, him, hints, mm-hmm. hints, sure. mints. I'll hit you. It's okay. Fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, on our favorite health and fitness topics, and we hope you get something out of this podcast. So, moving right along, we did a pretty fun race yesterday. We did. Why don't you tell it. the listeners what we did? So we did a 5K, mm-hmm. which, if you're not in the running world, is 3.1 miles, um, and it was the Rocky Balboa run. So um, I'm sure many of you who are listening, know that we live in Philly. And we know that also Rocky is filmed in Philly, and he's a very, like, you would think that Rocky is real. He's a real person, Like, yeah. thousands of years from now, when, like, future archaeologists are uncovering the ancient lost city of Philadelphia, there's going to be so many references <laughs> to Rocky that they find in the rubble that they're going to, like, assume that he was our god or president well, or something. Well, here's Because some, we treat him like he's a real person. Well, here's really something from funny. Philly. At um, school the other day, mm-hmm. I was in my office, and I have a... Um, a couple posters in my office. One is Creed, the, okay. the movie Creed. Right, which and was great. It was a great movie. Mm-hmm. And the other one is uh, the one with him and De Niro. Uh, oh, I only they, saw parts of that one. It was really good, but it was like where they were both boxers, and it was kind of like Raging Bull versus mm-hmm. Rocky Balboa. Mm-hmm. Oh, why am I blanking on this movie? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I have two posters, and both of them have Stallone like boxing on the front. And one of my... I mean, he was a sixth grader. He wasn't like a little kid or anything. Um... He comes into my office. Oh, it's called Grudge Match. That's what it's called. Or Grudge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the Grudge. The Grudge was the little <laughs> Japanese girl who's upside down. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and it's called called Grudge, grudge Match. But uh, a sixth grader comes into my office and he's just like, 
hey, Rocky Balboa's in a lot of movies. He's in that movie, he's in that movie. And he was talking to me about Stallone, mm -hmm. but he was calling him Rocky Balboa. Yeah. So it's just part of the culture here in Philly, very I much think. so. So anyway, Anyways, sorry. the most famous part, obviously, in Rocky is like, well, not the most famous part, but up there is like him running up the big tall steps the in montage. the Philadelphia Art Museum. And he mm -hmm. does it in like every movie, and even in Creed, they run up the Art mm -hmm. Museum steps, I believe. Yeah. But anyways, that art museum is less than a mile from our house. Like, mm -hmm. it's one of the things that we like about our neighborhood. We walk there. That's my, my one of my basic running routes is, like, to the Rocky Stairs and back. That gets me 2.2 miles. Right. So it's pretty good. Um, but they had a 5K that started and ended there at those Rocky Steps. Because that's where most of the races in Philly take place, too. Like, I'll be doing the half marathon there this weekend. And I've done a thousand 5Ks and you know, all kinds of stuff up uh -huh. there. A lot of them start there. A lot of them area. start there. It's like a perfect spot too, because like the the art museums at the south end of Fairmount Park. That's yeah. where the big loop. It's like part of the loop that we talked uh -huh. about before. The running loop. It's like an eight point six mile running loop around the river. Um, it's really easy to close off those streets because there's not because uh, it's like you know you can there's either easier ways to get around. So right. um, a lot of our runs happen there. But it was a really fun run because. There were, there were thousands of people. I mean, usually, weird. like, we sign up for yeah. a 5K, and it's, like, I don't know, 500 like or 1,000 people. Or yeah. the, like, prison run. Yeah, you do, yeah, the breakout runs fine. Like, you have 500, maybe 1,000 people there mm -hmm. in a T-shirt and call it a day. But there were literally yeah. probably, like, six or 7,000 people there. It was a big one. It was a huge race. And they were releasing people in waves, too. Yeah. You know it's big when there's waves. Yeah. You don't all just start at the same yeah. time. And it took us about eight minutes to cross the start line. Right. So that's usually a good gauge, too, of how big a race is, is how many minutes does it take you to get to the start line. Uh -huh. and, and they were releasing minutes. people every 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, like, kind of like yeah. cattle. Yeah, so of. it moved fast. There was also a 10-miler that same day. Mm -hmm. And so some people did the 3-mile the and then followed it up with the 10-mile. Right. Therefore, they got a half marathon in. But we didn't do that. We I'm just glad did the, we didn't either because my yeah. knee is killing me. Yeah. So. Uh, um, yeah, and I got to do the half marathon next weekend, right. so I don't want to burn myself out. Right. Um. <laughs> so, but I enjoyed that run. It was a, it was your typical 5K mm -hmm. route. It goes up Martin Luther King Drive. Drive. Yeah, West River Park. Yeah, and it's very scenic. And we there's a costumes. Uh, mm -hmm. Everyone was in like costumes, and we dressed up Charlie as little Rocky, and he was right. quite a hit. He was a hit. Yeah. Um, and there was like it was funny. There was guys like dressed as Apollo Creed, just wearing shorts and boxing gloves. It was freezing. It was too. freezing. It was, it was chilly. Like in the third 30s. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And, but it was a fun run. Yeah. And I, most, you know, we're lucky enough to live in a town that has this kind of iconic figure that they can do that mm -hmm. with. Like, you'll see that there's a guy that impersonates Rocky Balboa mm -hmm. and he'll be around sometimes. And like, I can't think of really, do any other cities have like a fictional character like that? No. That, the, the closest thing I can think of is when you go to Old City, he's not fictional, but it's like a fictional ben version Franklin. of Ben Franklin. Yeah. It's like the same but thing. But I'm trying to think of like any other, like, does like Detroit have RoboCop? Does they have RoboCop 5Ks or? They should. They, they don't. <laughs> I mean. Because I think like that's the pride of Detroit. Detroit is RoboCop, right? Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. They, they could use them nowadays. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I can't think if there's any like iconic figure. Mm-hmm fictional fictional figure that is treated the same way because he's just a character in a movie mm -hmm. and it's just like weird to think but it's such a pride for Philly because back then Philly wasn't really on the map for anything besides no. you know the birth of America yeah we've got that besides it's, it's that. been a couple hundred years yeah but well, like and that's the big thing that takes place in the actual Rocky movie since right. it's filmed in 1976 yeah. it's 40 years old now is like the whole thing is set up because it's the bicentennial right and so that's why they bring the fight to Philly right but in all respects, Philly, like when you watch Rocky, we watched it again yeah. uh, Friday night just, just to get pumped. excited and yeah. pumped for the race. And 
you, know, you just you look at it and it's just you know Rocky does not live uh-huh. in a nice place. No. He lives right where I work actually, yeah. around the corner from my school. It's you know still to this day, forty years later, very downtrodden, yeah, it's very kind of, destroyed in many respects, kind of part of town. Right. And it, I think that's why we like it yeah. in a way is because he still overcomes like sure. everything that he has to deal with to become you know this champion right not even a champion in the first one yeah just to survive right and that because that was the whole thing is that he couldn't right. they didn't think he had a you know even a puncher's chance mm-hmm. um but yeah so uh, that race was a lot of fun mm-hmm. your basic 5k right um if you've never done a 5k before i highly recommend at least i mean there were people walking it <laughs> yeah. there was a guy uh there was lots of walkers there there was a big guy did you see the big guy I he did. looked like he was like probably like 500 pounds he's mm-hmm. walking it good yeah, for him doing, yeah uh-huh. My probably my only complaint about that race, and it's not even like a big complaint, because yeah. you know part of it's like my fault in a way. But there were so many people yeah. that it was kind of hard to navigate the running stroller. Right. Well, yeah, um, that's right. We had a stroller. Um, I, I feel like I would have had, I could have shaved off. A, like I was, I had a good run. Yeah. Like I didn't stop once. I didn't even stop to get water. Like right. it was, I it was moving along in a pretty steady clip, and I didn't think I would because I uh-huh. just run seven miles the night before. Yeah. So I thought I was going to be kind of like tired. Right. Um. But I did okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had maybe been, if we hadn't been with like the stroller, you were pushing the stroller, and I, it was important that we were together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the future, if I'm feeling that good, I probably could have shaved some minutes yeah. off just weaving in and out of the traffic of people because it was a pretty crowded. It was, and it's a narrow race. street. Like yeah. Martin Luther King Drive is pretty narrow for like that amount of people. Right. We usually when we do five Ks on that one, like if it were my first five K, I'd probably feel pretty good just right. because it's great when there's a big crowd. Like uh-huh. it really does push you yeah. to to move farther. But my other complaint about the West River Drive is that no one from the town comes to see you. You're kind of on your own. Right. And so it's just you and the other runners cheering each other on. And sure. there's something really fun about, like, the marathon and the Broad Street Run and yeah. other 5Ks where there's people lined up, you know. Right. Um, kind of keeping you going. Right. But, I mean, it was good. There was, it was a good size. Yeah. It was fun. It was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. It was early morning, too. Uh, usually mm-hmm. they don't start that early, but, like... Started at what six forty five or something. Yeah, like and they were on time. They were timely. I appreciated yeah, that. I agree. We literally just walked up and started and started and, running. And the race started. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did enjoy that. And speaking of the pride of Philadelphia and mm-hmm. fighting, uh, last night Eddie Alvarez. If anyone follows MMA, you know I talk about that occasionally on here. But mm-hmm. uh, so Conor McGregor, one of the best fighters in the world, fought Eddie Alvarez. Uh, like the pride of Philadelphia. He's from Kensington, mm-hmm. the neighborhood you teach in. Uh-huh. Um, same really, as Rocky. Same as Rocky, kind of that Rocky story. Um, and he got his ass handed to him last night. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't even it wasn't even fair. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was bad. But you know, it's funny because Conor Conor McGregor, he's just like a showboater, but he's so good, and he has just this punching power that just puts people down. Like Creed. Like Creed. Mm-hmm. And uh, did he come out dressed as Uncle Sam? He, no, God, no, are you kidding me? He <laughs> hates <exactly> America. <laughs> he always talks about how America's so stupid and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, but he came out, and he just put a clinic on Eddie Alvarez, knocked him out. I mean, it was, it was like, oof, hard to watch. But it was funny because Conor McGregor doesn't lose often, and he's known for just dominating really, really good opponents. Like, he's mm-hmm. fought Jose Aldo, dominate him. And Jose Aldo was, like, a 45-pound champion for the longest time, mm-hmm. and nobody thought anyone would ever beat Jose Aldo, and here he is, uh, put him to sleep in under 30 seconds of the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Eddie Alvarez, put him to sleep. And uh, Nate Diaz is one that he's fought twice, and he lost the first one, mm-hmm. McGregor did. 
and then won the second by split decision. Okay. And it was funny because that fight, it's one of the best fights you'll ever see, and I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. It's one of the free fights because they try and get people to buy the UFC channel and mm -hmm. stuff. But Nate Diaz ate so many of those punches that usually puts people to sleep mm -hmm. that it's just so impressive that the guy's got such a rock-solid chin that he can go five rounds against Conor McGregor eating the same punches that those guys did and still end up, like, almost winning the fight the second time. He beat him the first time. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, the UFC 205 was the first first MMA, first UFC event in New York mm -hmm. because it was... They just legalized it, right? Yeah, they just legalized it. And it was a, it was in Madison Square Garden, sold-out crowd. Pretty crazy, though. It was a great, great match, though. Joanna... Jo I can't even pronounce her name. Jerk off a wits. I don't know. I don't think that's it. I don't know how to say her name, though. It's Joanna. Let's see if you can... Uh, let's see if you can pronounce her name. You pronounce it, yes. smart pants. Sorry, I have to get closer because my glasses are broken. Jedder Chiggits, obviously. Jedder Chiggits? <laughs> no way. There's two Jed, Jedder Zedg Zick. Jedder Zedg Zick. I, oh, you click on the Wikipedia. They'll tell you how to say it. Okay, well. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, perfect. They'll listen to it. Oh, listen. Oh, you have to download it. That's dumb. Oh. That's an OGG file. I can't oh, listen to it anyway. Yeah, okay. Yep. So Jake Cheeky. Yo Yon Yoan Yon Oh my god, this is Yoanna Yen Jake Yen J Chiki. Yen J no, not even Chiki. Yen J Chick. Yen J Chick. That makes sense. Yeah no it doesn't look <laughs> No Y J E D is Yen. Sorry. Sorry, Poland. That's wrong. <laughs> it's Jerkakovich. <laughs> anyway, she put on uh, that was a scary fight for me because I bet a lot of money on her okay. and she almost got beat oh, no. and the odds were like she was gonna kill this girl like uh -huh. it was like she was gonna beat this girl in the first round and it went all three rounds Dang. and she looked like she got hit by a train afterwards Ooh. so she probably should have lost but I'm okay with it because I bet money on it so oh, well, there you go <laughs> <And it's laughs> America our, America <laughs> but anyway so I like to talk about MMA every once in a while mm -hmm. um, but speaking of the race and it being cold Winter is upon us, and for us on the East Coast, um, and for those of you who live in these uh, cities that actually are affected by the winter, uh, training is going to start to diminish for everybody, is meaning that the snow will start falling, the cold will set in, and people will start getting fatter, because mm -hmm. not only do we have the weather to contend with, but we have like holiday, yeah. like eating Coincides holiday after eating massive. holiday after eating holiday. Food intake. And this yeah. is the time of year where people put on the most weight. They put on like 10, 15, 20 pounds just in these like three months from November to like January, February. Which is unfortunate because between my like food poisoning and the stressful week, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm down two pounds. Yeah. And I'd like to stay that way. Right. Without having to go lick some whole foods chicken and get sick again. Right. But I mean. I guess if I have to, I have to. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So. Um, mm -hmm. but this is the month where you really have to hunker down on your training and find the things that work for you in the winter time. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, I mean, we have the gym, so it's, it's kind of a no brainer. I train people at the gym. I teach classes at the gym. I can go to the gym whenever, uh, for other people who maybe don't have a gym membership, uh, what are so some, some suggestions that you would give and then I'll give some suggestions as well as to workouts that they can do in the winter months? That's tough. I mean, because I'm kind of struggling with this myself right, right now. Um, you know, my running season ends on Saturday. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we run from February to 
mid-November. Right. The half marathon or full, whatever we end up doing. This year yeah. is just a half, so I like my running season ends. Yeah. So I'm going to struggle. Right. Um, and it's not even just that. Like, I will probably, I will still have the motivation to run. But right. my problem is going to be the fact that it's so dark. Right. And, it's, I, and I don't feel, like, unsafe, like, in my neighborhood. Like, no boogeyman's going to get me. It's not that yeah. kind of unsafe of dark. Right. But, like, I could get hit by a car. Like, right. that's my bigger concern. Yeah. You know, like, that reflectiveness of being dark. Uh-huh. Also, um, it's going to be cold. It is. And when the snow starts coming, like, the sidewalks get so icy that yeah. running is, like, not an option for me if I want to live. I guess I could get those yak tracks finally, which is certainly something that right. maybe this year I'll finally invest in them. But, right. I mean, I'm just, I am so... So, so klutzy. Yeah. Well, did and you it, see Vibram, see the new rubber sole Vibrams? Not. Okay, mm-hmm. so like Vibram is the company, they're kind of known for making the, the toe shoes and the running shoes that are like the toe feet things. And I had those, and I, I that like was them. actually the first running shoe yeah, I had. As I liked a, them, they were cozy. Uh, but they, they uh, invented this rubber sole stick shoe mm-hmm. that like they were demonstrating, and it was, they had people putting them on and standing on blocks of ice okay. and like at an angle and walking down these blocks of ice okay. and they were sticking to it. Like it was, it was like, so it was no longer a concern for people to run on oh, ice. So scary. So uh, yeah. And it's, um, the people, I mean, people get injured all the time. I've gotten like, I feel like I got a concussion a couple years ago from I remember falling that. on the, very like, scary. slap my head on the ground, but they, mm-hmm. so they made a shoe. It's called the Arctic grip. Okay. And it just basically makes ice obsolete. I'll try and I'll pull up this little video here of them uh, doing the Arctic grip thing. Mm-hmm. I'll turn the volume down so it doesn't like have a weird feedback. But mm-hmm. you'll see uh, if you look up Vibram Arctic grip makes ice obsolete. And they set up a um, like an ice, like a ramp of ice. Okay. And they have people on their regular shoes on there. Mm-hmm. And then they have it versus... Uh, the Vibram shoe. So there's Ugh. them on, see that there's so scary. Yeah. So they're just like, <laughs> people are like trying it out, making sure, you know, it's real ice mm-hmm. that, and then they put on the Vibrams and it's like, um, yeah. Walking in ice is terrifying. They right. just wear a helmet. Yeah. So th- these shoes, like the, 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 per- the person is wearing one regular shoe, one not mm-hmm. regular shoe. That's why they're like sliding on one. See how their okay. other foot. So that foot is sliding. And then, so these are supposed to be running shoes that make ice obsolete. And Interesting. See, he's got the one on that shoe and one, and she's got the other one that doesn't have it. Okay. Um, what are these retail for? Uh, I have no idea. Oh. I don't even know if they're on sale yet. What? But like, see that guy? Yeah. He's like trying to push his front foot forward on the ice and it's not going. So I don't know if these are for sale yet. See, look at this guy. He's running on the ice right now. I like the idea of being able to do that. Yeah. I'm willing to be a guinea pig for it. Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know if these are like for sale yet. Um, I can look it up real quick. Yes, that would be wonderful. The Vibram Arctic Grip shoes. Okay. okay. Um, does it? Let's go to usvibram.com. Mm-hmm. But usually they'll say right up front, like, this is the... Um, hmm. Hmm. Wait, go down. Go down. Up. Go up. Available for the 2016-17 season. So if they're not for sale yet, they will be. Okay. All right. Well, I'm interested in trying them. Yeah, I mean, that would be a good thing, especially if you're a runner Mm -hmm. who likes to run all year round. And, uh, yeah, partnership with Wolverine, which is a boot company. Interesting. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be there. So if for people who have to deal with the ice and the cold like we do, Mm -hmm. look for those Vibram Arctic Ice or Vibram. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the 
I think it's called Vibram technically, but mm. um, look for those Arctic Grip shoes. It, it might be something worth investing in um, if you're a runner. If not, I mean, Yak Tracks are, are, are a pretty good idea too. A lot of our friends use Yak Tracks. It's basically this metal like banded cleat that you put around your running shoes and mm -hmm. it's supposed to help you like grip in the ice better. I don't know that I trust it completely. Like I wouldn't trust it like the way the Vibrams were. Right. It looks like it, it's better just for like ice, like, like rough walking. ice and yeah, yeah walking mm -hmm. and stuff. I don't, I don't know that I would trust. I've never used it before, so I can't say, you know, it's good, it's bad, mm -hmm. but I know lots of people who do use it and they seem to enjoy it. So, um, but yeah, as far as like other methods of training, because like you have to look at free things, you know, right. if you're not a member of a gym, Right, um, like I could go to any like class, of course, someplace, but of that's course. Like, cost money. It's right, you know, can and add up. One of my favorite things is workout videos, and mm -hmm. I know like workout videos kind of get a bad rap, but some of the ones that are out there today, they're mm -hmm. pricey, but they're very worth it. Uh, my favorite one has always been Insanity because it's one that I've never been able to conquer. Oh, like yeah. it's always been so hard that I can't finish it. Um, I know, that's what she said. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, like, I've done Insanity many, many times, and they, now I've never been able to, like, conquer it and felt like, hey, I need something harder than this. It's never been that way. Yeah. Um, Insanity is a good one. I've never really been a huge fan of P90X because it requires equipment, and it requires a lot of space. Mm -hmm. And I'm True. not a huge fan of that. Mm -hmm. um, like, I like Insanity <laughs> because you can do it in, like, a 10 by 10 box. Right. Yeah. On snow days when during running season yeah. that are unexpected, we would put those on for the kids. So yeah, we uh, you've done that for the kids. Yeah, you with said. the kids. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. yeah. So, um, workout videos. Look them up. If you go on YouTube, I mean, some workout videos are already on YouTube. Uh, one of my favorite workout videos. Uh, oh, jeez. And I hate when I say whenever I preface something with one of my favorite things mm -hmm. i always forget the name of it immediately afterwards yeah. so it's clearly your favorite so it's clearly my favorite <laughs> and like this this sucks for me because my brain just works like that uh but it's called fitness blender fitness blender is a youtube channel that they upload lots and lots of free exercise videos and they're totally silent too except for the guy talking you through the workout so you can put on your own music in the background that's good and work out to this video He's not like making weird small talk while you no, work out. No, no weird small mm -hmm. talk. No, like gotta get your stars. Gotta, do, you know, it, it's fitness wonder is one of my favorites. I sh I steal workouts from that guy all the time for like personal training clients and I not like entire workouts, but I'm like, oh, I've never thought of that kettlebell swing. I'm gonna use that for my clients. So Fitness Blender is a great great option for low cost uh, fitness videos in your room. Um, I'm trying to think, what else do you think? I mean, probably just some basic strength training. Like, even if you just tell yourself you're going to do 20 push-ups a day, yep. you know, like, it's not technically cardio, but at least right. it would be something. YouTube, you know. uh, or not, I'm just looking mm -hmm. at YouTube right now. Um, one of the things that's going, you know how they have, like, fitness challenges all the time? One of mm -hmm. them is the 22 push-ups in 22 days, and it's, like, it's one of those ones that's, like, to bring awareness to PTSD or whatever, mm -hmm. but um, it's, that's one of the things that's going on right now. And I don't know. I, I mean, that's that's fine and all to bring awareness to things, but I don't know if 22 push-ups is going to bring awareness to PTSD. I don't know. And, you know, mm -hmm. so, it, it, but you can set your own challenges like that. Uh, that's always a good one. Squats and push-ups, great little workout combination for the wintertime, so. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but that's my recommendations. Fitness videos. If you have a gym membership, start taking some classes. And uh, sometimes, like, if you've never been to a place before, they'll let you do one for, like, half price. Oh, yeah, free. or for free. You could yeah. you could probably get away with, like, a year of training mm -hmm. if you went to, like, every <laughs> different gym in your in your city or town right. one time for yeah. the trial. So maybe that's what I'll start doing. I'll just start practicing. I'll just once a week go to like a different fitness place Yeah, and make time for that. I don't know. I think the big thing I'm going to focus on is not gorging myself on food. Yeah, that's... That's, so that's the two-part punch of the holidays. It's it like is. the not working out. Yeah. and cause, I mean, that's the other thing too. It's like, yeah, it's going to be dark. Well, that's one of my excuses. <laughs> yeah. But then the other one is it's cold. Yeah, it's cold. I mean, there's going to be days I wake up and it's like, you know, negative seven. You know, and I got to go running. And I got to bike to work, so Ooh. that's always fun. Well, yeah, that's a little bit of exercise at least for yeah, you. Yeah, it's nice. Except for you slide a lot of it, so. Do you want to take SEPTA? No, I don't like SEPTA. I, I know, yeah. Yeah, right. I don't like taking the bus. Mm -hmm. I, I, if, it, if I have to be at school, mm -hmm. I ride my bike. Mm -hmm. Or if I drive, it's it's got to be an extenuating circumstance. Like I got to bring something to school or something. Right. But rarely do I ever not ride my bike, and it mm -hmm. it's it's worked out for me because my legs have stayed like nothing but lean. <laughs> it's so true. I I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, even in the snow, mm -hmm. um, I've never really gotten like snow tires on my bike, and I ride just like a three-speed city rider bike. Mm -hmm. I don't go. Uh, crazy with yeah. you know like accessories and stuff and when like it does that. snow like pretty heavily they just cancel, cancel school work anyway, yeah so. so I don't have to mm -hmm. go anywhere mm -hmm. um, which is nice it's the days that where the snow is melting that's the bad days yeah. for me it, because it, it's it, like it, the like, black ice yeah yeah the black that's ice scary. it's like the because uh, oh. I've eaten it many times on my bike yeah and it is no it's fun terrifying. to crash on your bike because mm -hmm. um, of ice and. Mm -hmm. So those days, I always say I'm gonna buy a fat bike, like one of those giant ones, mm -hmm. but they're like fifteen hundred dollars. So yeah. I'm probably not gonna do that. Probably not. <laughs> I think there's probably probably other things we could do with that kind of money. Yeah, yeah. Pro I can probably figure something out. Yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. So winter training is always difficult for everybody. If you have a, it, this is a good time to get your gym membership too, mm -hmm. especially if you're gonna wait until after the new year, which a lot of people do. Prices start coming down for gyms then. So even if you don't have a New Year's resolution and you're just going to the gym to to start in the wintertime, check it out like right after the New Year. Or ask the person at the gym, is there any way I can get the the New Year's price now? A lot of or times even just a month to month kind of thing. Yeah. Like some... I might even just do that, like go to life sport for three months. I don't know if they do a month to month situation. No, it's you year. Do a year? Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah, uh, Planet Fitness is one that they do oh, that at. That may work. Yeah, you can check that out because it's only ten dollars a month too. Oh, dang, so. <laughs> that's, that's super cheap. Yeah, so if, like they have free donuts and stuff too. <laughs> they do, and Tootsie yeah. Rolls and. Running in. Yeah, mm -hmm. but no, Planet Fitness Fitness is a good option for cheap, mm -hmm. uh, month to month, ten dollars a month. I just need a treadmill so I don't yeah. lose all my training. Yeah, and that's that's a good thing. And we have an elliptical in our mm -hmm. room that just doesn't get used though, right. um, mm -hmm. just because we've been using the I've been having the little gym so much down the street from us that yeah. I haven't really needed to. Yeah, it's true. We do have the elliptical upstairs we could always use. Yeah, but I do. I will miss running. But then again, maybe it's nice to take a couple month break from it because then it makes me like. Appreciate it, it yeah. when it starts up again in February. Yeah, I wish I um, longed for working out like that, <laughs> like for running. Uh, I've been having like injury after injury, and it's yeah. really been frustrating for me mm -hmm. as someone who used to never get injured. And it's like one knee, then it's the other knee, then it's my shoulder, then it's my rib, then mm -hmm. it's this, then it's that. And uh, I'm just getting frustrated with the fact that I can't train the way I used to as right. a younger man. Because you're old. Because I'm old. And I'm getting older by the minute. It's true. Like you have a birthday in a couple weeks. Yes, later. I do. Not a couple weeks. 
couple mm -hmm. months. What is today? Today is November 13th? 13th. Okay, so it's like a month from tomorrow. Yeah, a month from tomorrow will be mm -hmm. my bird, my B day. Mm -hmm. um, and I used to be able just to train like an animal, nonstop. You throw a workout at me, I would be able to do it. Now I think about working out and I can feel my MCL just blow out just from thinking about it. Like mm -hmm. I went back to jujitsu, which has been lots of fun and also extremely frustrating for me knowing what I used to be able to do in jujitsu and uh, coming to this point now where I don't train like a, you know, like a Viking every day. Mm -hmm. So it, it was definitely eye opening. I thought I would be able to get back into it and just be like, jump right back into where I used to be, but the rust has definitely set in as far as technique goes, as far as fitness goes for me, because jujitsu is just, it is one of the hardest workouts you can ever do, because you're using your whole body at all times, and you're extremely sore. I blew out my knee last Sunday. I had, it was swollen for a couple, it still hurts, but it's swollen for a couple days afterwards. And it's finally now getting better. I'm not limping anymore, which is nice. Mm -hmm. I, I did feel it on the run yesterday, which was kind of a pain, literally mm -hmm. pain. Um, True. So training while injured has become kind of a thing that I do now. And I've been tr brainstorming ways to get around it because I really need something to dive back into. Mm -hmm. And it's frustrating for me because I thought jujitsu was going to be the thing I dive back into. Right. And I'm feeling more and more like it might not be yeah. because of the, the toll it takes on my body and that I don't have the time to dedicate to get my body to the level I need to be. Um, so I, I'm going to be, I, I hope I'm not going to be one of those old yoga guys. You know, the, when you go to <laughs> yoga classes, there's always that kind of older guy there that looks like he just, that's all he does. I'm worried I'm going to turn into the yoga guy. He's like in the, in the undies. Yeah. In the, yeah. and everything's like, you really see the outline of the gorilla balls. grip toe yeah. socks things. Yeah. And yeah, I'm hoping I don't have to, not, nothing against yoga, but yeah, I know great. yoga's great. I might check out a class. I might buy some undies, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just, I, I really, if anything I'm pining for is to get back to training at a high level. Mm -hmm. However, last night I, and I was texting my friend Dave while we were watching the fight. And I was just thinking to myself that I'm really glad I don't fight anymore because the guys in MMA today are frightening. Like they're so scary. Mm -hmm. Like they're so good. They're, yeah. And even five years ago when I was fighting, nobody was that good. Right. Like their guys like that were just starting to come around. But there was nobody that good. Like, guys that were just putting people to sleep. It's like when you look at basketball in the 60s, it and, like, is. one person could do the dunk. And they're and all now wearing that's like tall socks and, and but, shorts. But, like, now oh, dunking yeah. is standard. Like, yeah. if you can't dunk, you're not even allowed yeah. to try. You or, know, like, they were all yeah. doing, like, granny shots yeah. from the free throw line. Yeah, it's true. But, like, that's that's how fitness works, though. It's like... That's how any kind yeah. of sport works. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, the competition gets bigger and bigger. And it was funny because... So uh, you need to find something that's, like, a new sport that... Yeah. <laughs> that you could well, still be a big fish. You know, was fun. I had a professional development, and for those of you who aren't in the teacher world, uh, professional development's like the days where the kids aren't at school, mm -hmm. but the teachers still have to go to school and go to meetings. Mm -hmm. So as a gym teacher, PD, uh, that's what we call it, PD, is fun sometimes. When we have like actual PD where all the other gym teachers in the district to get together, it's really fun because we get to play sports. Mm -hmm. And like, that's our meeting. It's like, yeah. here's a new sport to try. Mm, I got to run numbers. <laughs> oh, what kind of numbers? Uh, PVOS data. Oh, I'm already so, falling asleep. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I got to play lacrosse for the first time. I've never played lacrosse. Wasn't a big thing on the West Coast for us. And it's, 
it's really fun. I'm a goalie. I play goalie in soccer, a goalkeeper in soccer. And so the goalie part translated pretty well into lacrosse. And I had so much fun doing that. I looked. There's not a lot of recreational lacrosse yeah, around here. Yeah, I was going to say, you find some old man lacrosse league. Yeah, I would love that. Uh, let's see here. I haven't really looked it up. Lacrosse. Mm -hmm. Philadelphia. The recreational lacrosse Philadelphia. There you go. See what comes up. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like if you have more luck in the burbs, like on the main line. Yeah, it looks mm -hmm. like they have some little mm -hmm. associations, but I mean, it, I so at the thing at the uh, PD, I was playing goalie, and we were trying out these like bamboo lacrosse sticks. Like mm -hmm. the thing was, is we had to go to the different meetings, and it was. One was ping pong, or table tennis, don't get say ping pong, <laughs> it's, it's legitimate, but like one was ping pong, and then the other one I went to was lacrosse, and uh, the whole idea was the guy wanted you to buy these, you know, $500 bamboo lacrosse sticks, okay. and obviously no one's going to do that, because none of us have any money to, to pay for it, but... <laughs> um, uh, playing it was a lot of fun because now I'm inspired to do it with the students at my school. Like, I asked my boss if I could order a lacrosse set. Like, not that one, but a cheaper one. And he's like, yeah, go for it. Okay. So, uh, like, on Amazon, I think I found a 10-piece lacrosse set. Okay. And I can still use the soccer goals that I, yeah, that I use true. now. So I don't have to buy those. Mm -hmm. um, but lots of fun. And, and lacrosse, you don't really think about it too much. It's not one of those sports that's, like, on people's brains. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, People are like, oh, baseball season, football season, lacrosse season. Right. I couldn't name a single professional lacrosse player. I don't even know when lacrosse season is, to be honest with you. I don't know. Like, like it does it coincide with basketball? Oh. I, it's an outdoor sport, so I'm guessing springtime. But lots of fun. It felt like hockey in the air. Quidditch. Quidditch mm -hmm. in the air. So that's what you should do, is you should have the kids dress up like wizards and make sure their teams are named after the four houses the of wizard. Hogwarts. Well, you know what the I kids do? kids are nerdy. They'd be into that. I know. And I have, uh, like, four-colored jerseys, and every time I hand out jerseys, like, it's green, yellow, red, and blue, and I give them a well, team name you, every this time. This is easy. Well, I give them a team <laughs> name every time. I, I'm always like, okay, green team, you are Team Booger. No, and that's Slytherin. No, it's Team Booger. I don't want to be Team Snape for them. I want Team Team Boogers. Voldemort. Team Voldemort. Mm -hmm. uh, and then yellow is like Team Banana. And then red is Gryffindor. Team Sunburn. That's what I called them last time. They liked that. Mm -hmm. And then blue was Ravenclaw. Team Sadness. <laughs> yeah, it was funny, though. Because they were all expecting, yeah, the blueberries. And I'm like, nope, Team Sadness. And like, oh. <laughs> and then they were sad. Yeah. You made them sad. But they won, so. There you go. All right. <laughs> well, still, I think you should Harry Potter it up. Find a teacher who's teaching Harry Potter, like, yeah. fantasy as one of their groups. Nobody. Them. Somebody should be. <laughs> um, History And teacher. then it's cross-curricular. And then it's, oh, oh, geez. You know what? We're podcasting here, oh, Sarah. Hold on. I don't see what that is. Turn your alarms off. I have an alarm for Phones something. off, everybody. Phones off. I don't know. It's Sunday. Oh, that's my meeting for tomorrow. It's Sunday at three twenty. What? Yeah, that was my three twenty alarm. I was I was supposed to set. It's three twenty, y'all. I was supposed to set for tomorrow. I'm obnoxiously early for three twenty, y'all. My God, am I too early? I'll be back in an hour. Day early for. I'll be back in an hour. Yeah. So lacrosse was fun. Ping pong was funny. It's not definitely not table tennis. Sorry, table tennis was funny. But it was not. You should make the kids wear pennies for their table tennis too. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the red team, like the one guy. <sighs> it was fun. It's just a lot of equipment, and I, it it wouldn't be like feasible in a gym unless you had Beer. lots and lots of room. Beer. Oh, speaking yeah, of that, I picked up Charlie from daycare the other yeah. week, and she was playing beer pong with the kids. 
like she had cups set up, and they were throwing <laughs> ping pong balls into the cups. And on my way out, I was like, uh, I can't remember what's her name, the, the newer, the newest uh, provider there. Mm. Not Lisa, not. Not Mercy. Not Mercy. I don't know her name. Oh, okay. I feel bad. I don't know. She's with the bigger kids, so we don't. Yeah, really yeah. But they all the bigger kids were sitting around playing like beer pong. They were throwing ping pong balls into cups, and I walked out. I was like, "Are you playing beer pong with the kids?" And she's like, "Shh." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "It's a. I mean, it's a fun game. It is a fun game." She's like, "There's nothing in the cups, though." I was like, "Well, obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just funny." <laughs> that's how they get their juice. I'm like, and that's why I love the daycare that we send yes. our kid to. Uh huh. He's gonna be so good in college. Oh yeah, we got to train him now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's gonna be running. Gotta the get him going for the Philadelphia, though. Of course. Philadelphia, uh-huh. gotta do all sorts of stuff like I that. I know. Life skills. Yeah, life a child skills. Is picking They're, up a daycare. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was funny because ping pong was fun, but it, it's more of a hand eye coordination thing, like cup stacking yeah. and stuff like that. It yeah. wasn't anything. There's no, there's not exactly like table tennis scholarships to college. Right no. Yeah. I mean, there might be. It is an Olympic sport, though. Yeah. Olympic, I, Olympic activity, I'd call it. But is it like. Like, could you, there, like, there's people who are professional, like, runners and swimmers, right. like Michael Phelps, and that's what they do. Right. They train for the Olympics. Right. But, like, table tennis, I feel like you would still need a day job, and you could still be on the national oh, table yeah. tennis. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure, I'm sure. But, yeah. Um, these guys actually mm-hmm. work, that's what they do, though. They coach mm-hmm. table tennis. Ah, so, that's their day job. And they're big fat guys, too. But they're really guys. nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the challenges was to return one of their serves and it was like the hardest thing I've ever done really? <laughs> in a long time it was hard for me to return a serve because they put so much spin on it mm-hmm. that when you hit the ball with the the paddle it just spins off into nowhere uh, and you have okay. to know exactly the angle to hit it back to them for it to go back so Interesting. it was pretty tricky mm-hmm. um, anyway so I got on this because inju- I was injured yes. so I've been trying to find ways of training while injured and I'm going to report back to you guys Mm -hmm. in finding some ways because I have a a client that he has a shoulder injury but we still manage to train around it so I need to start doing the same thing for myself and um, I'm going to come back with some suggestions that I have for being injured or uh, you know maybe you have like a malformation like you can't you don't have access you can't use your right hand or your left hand Mm -hmm. or you're missing a foot or something some different kinds of suggestions for feet Um, but anyway so one of the big things we want to talk about was we've been this is going to be our last week of using different uh grocery delivery services Mm -hmm. so we've tried HelloFresh. this week we're doing plated uh the week before we sort of did blue apron and yeah, we ordered it. We ordered it, and then the box got stolen from our house because they left it on the doorstep. And we live on a very, 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 very busy street. Yes. <laughs> um, and then we opted not to do Sun Basket because it, it, the, the meal plans weren't what we were looking for. Mm-hmm. So, what was your? Because we talked about HelloFresh. We did a whole episode about HelloFresh. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to talk too much about it, but we'll compare it to Plated, okay. which is the one we're doing now. And what is right. your? What do you think as far as you're the main cook in the house? What do you think? Because you cooked last night. Um, yes, I did. I, I mean, the plated is similar to the HelloFresh in that everything is included. Right. Um, it doesn't come in like a cute little box. It all like you know when the HelloFresh came, it was like a big box, and then inside was little boxes. Right. And the little box had every single ingredient except the protein in it. Right. Because protein you could put in the freezer, so it was like right. separate. Um, whereas this. Most things came bundled together in like a plastic bag. Uh-huh. The look of plated looked like I could, like I could picture like one or two people just making the kits and then yeah. sending them off. Like how like do it you was mean? A, well, like 
Uh, like the labels just look like they were printed on a home computer. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad. The food I thought was good. Yeah. Um, it was fine. We made Korean tacos yesterday with like um, sort of like a like a ground beef bulgogi. I'll mm -hmm. describe it as. And there was kimchi, but like the kimchi was prepackaged, which I understand because kimchi takes like months to ferment. Right. But if the idea is that you want like fresh ingredients, right. You know, having some. I don't know who made the kimchi. It right. didn't have a brand on it. Sure. I don't know what the ingredients in the kimchi were. Right. Um. That, so I was a little, little different on that. Um, the food was good. I felt like the portion size was kind of big, though. Yeah, but well, we had leftovers. I noticed that all of the meals mm -hmm. are like between seven and eight hundred calories for the plated. For plated. Yeah. So Whereas it, the HelloFresh, there were some that were like in the five hundreds, which yeah. I kind of appreciated. Yeah, and uh, that's what helped us lose a couple pounds that yeah, week too. Was I just, thought so. So yeah, no, I because totally I only agree. get to take in about seventeen hundred calories a day right. if I want to like if I don't if I don't work out. Right. Um. So that's like. My, my limit. So when a, a meal is 800 calories, that greatly limits what I can do for the rest of my day. Yes. And that's really tough for me. And, or I can work out, which I do, you know, three times a week. Right. Um, maybe four if I'm really good. Right. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, it was fine. The food was fine. Yeah. Um, it was super easy to make it. Um, I mean, I don't have any, like, complaints about the quality of the food. It right. seemed really great. I just, overall, if this was my first attempt at meal kitting, I probably wouldn't do it again. Okay. Whereas the HelloFresh, like, yeah. I'm looking forward to reordering the HelloFresh. Yeah. But we only made one meal out of the plated. The other meals might be just, like, super popping. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I wasn't a huge fan of the flavor from the food last okay. night. It was mm -hmm. fine, but, like... I feel like I could have got that at a mid-range restaurant. Sure. I don't feel like, like we're Hello Fresh. I felt like I was getting like something I never had before. Right. And the meals were like really spot on. Mm -hmm. I felt like the flavors were just right. And maybe that's because Jamie Oliver. Uh -huh. You know, Jamie Oliver's a great chef. Yeah. You know, it's his recipes. And I don't know who the recipes come from for plated. That's true. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Maybe it's just the mystery of it. But I don't yeah. know. It felt a little bit greasier than. Um, other like yeah, from HelloFresh, mm -hmm. so I guess if that's I don't know if that's their like yeah I'm not sure. There was a little bit more waste too, like um yeah. for the the tacos we made last night. I needed six leaves of lettuce because uh -huh. it was like the tacos themselves. It was like you put the the tortilla down and then you put like a leaf of butter lettuce down, right. and then you put the meat on top of it, mm -hmm. uh, which was a good way to do that because the 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 lettuce kept the. You maybe that's what it is because the lettuce kept the like grease from soaking into the tortilla and uh, like making it a soggy mess. Like yeah. the tortilla held together, but you said it tasted greasier. Yeah. So there you go. Huh. Um. So I mean, it was interesting, but they sent like an entire head of lettuce. Yeah. So now I have just like this head of bib lettuce that I right. don't really have a function or purpose for, but I'll come up with one. Right. Um. And so the, there's also like an entire container of arugula that came. <laughs> For like one salad, right. and so and it's like a side salad. So yeah. I don't really know how that's gonna go. Huh. One thing about plated though is they do desserts. We didn't order them, but they right. do offer desserts, which well, I think is cool. I see one of the other recipes mm -hmm. calls for arugula. Yeah. I wonder if that uses the same one. That's, or no, that's the arugula I'm referring to. It's an oh. entire like giant container of arugula for okay. this little side salad that goes. Oh, with I the thought sandwich. you were saying something in the tacos. Needed no, the, the, no, that's a separate. So that's oh, where okay. I think they could have maybe tightened it up a bit is yeah. like if you would put like don't send me the arugula just tell me I need to use the other half of that head of lettuce to make the salad yeah you know oh, like that would be smart. so like there's no waste there I mean it's not bad waste it's composting like right. I'll just if we don't end up using it I'll just toss it into my garden and let right. it you know disappear yeah um but it's just one of those like little things they there did seem to be less packaging though than the okay. HelloFresh right. but 
and, and all their packaging they made a point of letting you know in the plated all the packaging is recyclable oh okay That's so nice. that that is nice so that that was a good thing is i don't feel like there's the plastic waste not that there was a ton with the hello fresh most of it was cardboard right. and plastic that you could recycle yeah i'm sure um, like there wasn't anything but there was just there's just something nice about the hello fresh because it's just like these five little tiny boxes and yeah. you just line them up in your fridge right. and it's done like yeah. and it's just like you pull a box because this one was just like in it. plastic bags yeah it so looked like somebody just kind of went through a grocery <laughs> store and was like oh onion oh peach, yeah oh. so right now our, yeah our fridge just is a bunch of plastic bags yeah. right now so kinda, i was like oh yeah so it's not as organized and clean right. looking um so if packaging is important and you know, surprisingly, it is important. Mm -hmm. It like, is to me. It is. It, it is. Uh, one thing though about the plated is there were for you know, we did the five meal plan, and I think there were like ten meals to choose from, yeah. which was nice. Whereas the HelloFresh, I think you only get six, six or seven to, to choose from. from. Yeah. Um, so I could see myself definitely doing the HelloFresh again. Yeah, we are, well, we are. Uh, well, we are. Yeah, you already ordered it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we'll do it forever. Right. Like I mean, it, it does sometimes get like a. Like it, it definitely. There are some times that I like to decide what I cook oh, for myself. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Maybe we can start doing that on the weekends. We can do that. Yeah, so, or yeah. you know, if we wanted to switch to the three meal plan. You right. Know? Yeah, like, I like that idea too. To but for now, I'm not missing deciding things because it's a busy time of year for me. Mm. Um, so it's just kind of nice to have one less thing to think about. It's yeah. Like you know, going to the grocery store is not an, an issue I have to deal with anymore. Sure. It's like all I have to do is go and pick up coffee and half and half and food for our son yeah um so yeah i mean it's pretty good i i, I, I enjoyed like so far i like so far hello fresh was my favorite mm -hmm. we opted not to do sun basket and sun basket had a few more options they had like mm -hmm. gluten-free vegetarian yeah. um they even had a breakfast option yeah which i wanted to try out but it was only two dinners and two breakfasts mm -hmm. so and you can uh, like you couldn't order any more, which was starting to make me mad because they they had a lot of recipes to choose from. Right. But I was like, why can't I order five meals and five breakfast breakfasts? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like why can't I order that and just ship it all together instead of having to have like four accounts? Right. And order <laughs> which is three. Which is what I would do. Yeah. And if I really wanted to do that, I would. Mm -hmm. But like, it made it seem it was a little bit of a hassle to try and figure mm -hmm. out what to do for mm -hmm. it and i mean like i just don't have time to cook breakfast right. in the morning it's, it's got to be something quick yeah. for me mm -hmm. um which is why i'm gonna make scones ooh, i'm so excited for mm -hmm. scones they're mm -hmm. so delicious um so we opted not to do sun basket because it was limiting you either mm -hmm. got a three dinner plan mm -hmm. or you got a two dinner and two breakfast plan that, yeah those were your choices yeah and because i feel like the mission of the hello fresh is to get people cooking at right. home often right Whereas the mission of these other places just seems like to sell you food. Yeah, I Which totally agree. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be like an underlying make America healthy kind right. of. Um, yeah, that says that. I could, that would be a great <laughs> hat. I would hat. wear that hat. Yeah. Um, it would be green, I think, though. Something oh. about green and healthiness oh, goes together yeah, yeah. for me. Right. Make America healthy. Again. Team green. Team green. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's like a. So at the end of the day, the other thing about the plate was more expensive. Yeah, it was one hundred and twenty dollars um, for five meals, mm -hmm. and so it's I, twelve bucks a meal. Yeah, HelloFresh was only a hundred dollars, mm -hmm. and then like like coupons like all over the place. Mm -hmm. I got another week for sixty five dollars. Yeah, so that's, that's not too too bad. No, it wasn't. And then that's that, that's coming out about the same for what we're like yeah at the grocery store. Yeah. So I think that's fair. But I mean, it is still cost prohibitive for many many Americans. It is absolutely. Um, but I could see like taking the idea of it and right. running with it. What do you say? Like, go like, on. Like, in terms of 
like if I wanted to save money now in the future, but I still like this idea now that I have these like recipe cards, mm -hmm. I could probably find ways to make them cheaper right. for myself. Like that's the thing about the HelloFresh is if I if I need if the recipe calls for scallions, yeah, you know, it only sends me three as opposed to a full bundle. Right, which is nice. But then I could if I really needed to save money and I wanted to still cook like that, I could take the different recipe cards and find three of them that require scallions and then like that'd be the same things I cook all week long and that right. way I'm still in many ways portioning out my food and not commit, like buying things that I don't use definitely um, so, uh, yeah. one of the other things was we started Blue Apron mm -hmm. and Blue Apron the one thing I will say is their customer service was very mm -hmm. very good mm -hmm. because well, first off I ordered it and we missed the delivery literally by like two minutes oh, no. and then we came back yeah. and it was gone yeah. and we were waiting all night like we were waiting because it's like well they well, just said it would be there by 8 p.m yeah and then Which i never got an email saying that you're you know it was delivered mm -hmm. or anything um i actually had to go log on and check the account and mm -hmm. it said oh it's delivered at noon and we were like wait we were here sort mm -hmm. of but we missed it by like two minutes um so someone stole the box off our doorstep we I let I let them know they gave me a refund no problems whatsoever. Mm -hmm. That's good. Um, then I was kind of like I don't know I didn't want them to leave another box so I was mm -hmm. gonna cancel it. I missed the cancellation day and they charged me again. Oh, no. And I was like, hey, I won't be able to get this box again. Can you cancel it? They canceled it no problem. Mm -hmm. So if we do go back to blue plated, the only thing I, or blue plated mm -hmm. blue apron the only thing i didn't like again was it was a three meal plan mm -hmm. so maybe when we do decide to go on to a three meal three plan, was the most that they did yes okay three was mm -hmm. the most that they would do and i there was no option to make it five meals which That's is what i want to do i want to mm -hmm. try all, all a yeah lot because of them. then that gives us like two days to eat out which is right. about what we would normally do totally mm -hmm. so I wish there was a bigger option for mm -hmm. Blue Apron, like as far as so. I'm gonna tag Blue Apron and Sunbasket mm -hmm. and HelloFresh and Plated on a Twitter, tweeter tweet, mm -hmm. a tweet. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'm gonna tag them on a tweet, and hopefully they'll listen to this. And that's what I want. You know, yeah, because we are people that would use this service, and I would be more inclined to use Blue Apron and Sunbasket if there was an option that I could add like. Because, like, for me, it doesn't make sense because Blue Apron had tons of recipes, too. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't I be able to just say, hey, I'll pay an extra 12 bucks and mm -hmm. or whatever, 22 bucks, and you add a, a, fifth, a fourth meal, a fifth meal, you know, whatever. For me, the big thing, the appeal of it, because I like to cook. Right. So, you know, having someone else make recipes that are easy to follow, mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily draw me to, to it. Right. But what does draw me to it is not needing to decide and plan out the meals right. and do the grocery yeah. list and go to the grocery shopping right. and, like, do all that stuff. Uh -huh. And so if there's only three meals, I still have to do that extra chore in my life that yes. I often don't have a lot of time for. Right. And so you know, having a five-meal plan eliminates that extra chore for me right. of deciding what to make, looking up all the recipes, making the list, and then going to the store and getting stuff. Absolutely. For me, that's the convenience factor is removing that chore from my really busy life right, right. now. Because when we go shopping now, mm -hmm. it's only for like Charlie's food. We're in for like 15 minutes and we're out. And it's I don't like, even need a list. Right. It's, it's really easy to do. Uh -huh. where Whereas if we have three meals, we still have two more to plan, and mm -hmm. it's just one, and it's one more thing we got to do. Yeah, so. and then I got to figure out what I, you know, it just that was the convenience factor. Right, of and it these wouldn't it be kind of, you know, it it would be kind of a pain too, as mm -hmm. if we were making something that the recipe called for, mm -hmm. and then like let's say let's use that arugula thing mm -hmm. as for example for plated. Let's say we did mm -hmm. something that called for arugula. Uh, we made the salad, and now we have all this extra arugula. Mm -hmm. But we also made something else with arugula mm -hmm. in our, like, regular meal. Right. That we bought extra arugula. 
Like we didn't know we had extra. So we actually do have two containers of arugula now in our oh. fridge. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, because of go. that exact problem. Yeah, I, I, um, I really wish the service would give you exactly what you needed. Like mm -hmm. that's kind of because I, yeah. I felt bad throwing away stuff last yeah. night, mm -hmm. but. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, if people are listening, that's what I would like out of the services. An mm -hmm. option for five meals, an option for five breakfasts. Because I would even buy Sun Basket if it was like, I can get five dinners and five breakfasts that's or great. five snacks or mm -hmm. something. Like that, I wouldn't even care if I had to put the snacks together. Because convenience for us is a big deal, especially as teachers. Because we're just like, go, 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 go. Right. You know, no, all day a, long. It's, it's not like we have stop, we, time to do a lot during mm -hmm. our day. So... A lunch kind of thing would be nice too, right. yeah. And that snacky. What was the one we were? Freshy was Freshy. the one we were totally. Mm -hmm. yeah. You'd pick it up every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was yeah. at a church in West and Philly. That's, and that's tough. Like, um, you know, we do. We, yeah. we have pretty busy lives, like many Americans do. Absolutely. Um, and so you know, it's tough. Like, we only get so many hours a day to spend with our family. Right. And, and like, and, I'm thinking, mm -hmm. bachelors, bachelorettes. Yeah. This is a good thing for people. Mm -hmm. But like, again, Blue Apron, three meals, not a good thing for people. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm, I'm still gonna end up eating out four times a week. Though, right. Exactly. Which is unfortunate. Or I'm gonna be eating mm -hmm. not good. For, like, cause I, Sun Basket's big thing is that they're organic, they're healthy meals. Mm -hmm. But if I'm eating like three healthy meals, mm -hmm. and then that leaves me with four days that I could be unhealthy, the, right. the balance isn't shifted. But mm -hmm. I'm thinking like bachelors, I'm thinking people in the uh, the military, because mm -hmm. when I was in the military, that was a hard thing to do. And I didn't like eating food at the chow hall all the time. Mm -hmm. So um, I like the option of having an entire week, you know, a whole weekdays planned mm -hmm. out. I think that's cool. But yeah. three meals, not enough for me. Or they could even do like the make ahead lunches, you know, like if they offer, right. you know, like a like a five days worth of lunch or four days worth of lunch, like and it's the same thing every single day, but they that could send great. you all the ingredients yeah. for it because that's a big thing that I do to help save us time is yeah. make the same thing for lunch yeah. every single day and I just make it all Sunday. Right. So like, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to go upstairs and do the dishes and start cooking. Right. Um, and I'm just going to make our five days of breakfasts, our five days of lunches, and then during the week we'll get our dinners every night. Right. So, so just things I'm trying to do to save time. Did I, you find something? I found that? another one. Ooh. Um, it's called flex pro meals, mm. healthy meals delivered. It says our healthy meals plan is simple. If you're busy, you just want to get tasty meals and you're da, 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 da. so you can get healthy eating. Hold on. <laughs> Are these like pre-made? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, All healthy right. meals delivered. But that see for me for lunches right. that wouldn't be a big thing. There, mm -hmm. that wouldn't be a big deal for me. Mm -hmm. And this looks like it's for bodybuilding. Yeah, twelve hundred calories per day. Oh, never mind. Flex Pro, I can see that. Yeah, the name like that. So yeah, it looks like you get like egg casseroles mm -hmm. and hash brown. Oh, it gives you like all three chicken nuggets, chicken patty. That doesn't sound very healthy. No. But who knows? Who knows? Um. Mm -hmm. Looks like they have like lunch, uh, mm -hmm. lunch things and stuff. So Flex Pro meals. Maybe I'll look into that. I'll give it a little. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll dog ear that page here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, lots of options though. But if you know people from Sunbasket or Blue Apron or Plated are listening, that's that's our ransom note. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what would take. <laughs> that's what it would take for us to get back on that service, at least to try it out. Right. Um, and one thing I wanted to do before we close out the podcast was I wanted to give some insight into one of my personal training sessions. I r read recently that there's like a, uh, on, there's like a, a business, not business, there's a, 
Oh, what's the word? It's like online personal trainers. So basically, Hi. you hire a personal trainer to FaceTime with you while you're at the gym. Fascinating. Or while you're at your home gym. I don't know and how the, I feel about this. Yeah, idea. I don't know. As a personal trainer, I like being in the room and being, mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't know. I, I don't trust, like whenever I have to do a, a workout with a client, I don't appreciate, or I don't appreciate, that's the wrong word. I don't like them lifting if not, I'm not nearby. Because right. you got to think you're coming to a personal trainer because you're learning how to work out. If I have somebody doing like power clean from the hang or something, and they topple over because I was in the bathroom, right? Um, that's my fault. Right. So I don't know how I feel about online personal training, but um, one of the things I wanted to share was the workouts I, one of the workouts I give my clients uh, I divide my workouts into about five different workouts, depending on the client. Okay. We do leg day. We do arms day. Okay. We do uh, back and chest. We do a cardio day. Okay. And that is... And then sometimes we'll do a full body day, but it's rare because that's a, that, that's a really punishing workout. Mm -hmm. um, but that's kind of how I divide up my my workouts. And then I have some clients that I only do deadlifts and squats and some clients that I only do cardio so I wanted to tell you what my hour-long workout is with a client so maybe it would help you not you but right them, just people in general, people in general mm -hmm. yeah. uh, put together a plan for yourself or even use my plan to its you know to its exact number so we always start off with either the fan bike or the spin bike mm -hmm. uh, I like to do 10 minutes but Oftentimes I'll do five minutes if I push the intensity really hard. So we'll just think of it as like a 10 minute warm up. You jump on a spin bike, okay. 30 seconds, hard. Well, no, I always start with 20 seconds because, and then as the clients get more conditioned, I bump it up to 30. So 20 seconds on, as hard as you can go, fast as you can go, 10 seconds off, completely resting. We do that for a good five minutes. Then I switch them over to either the spin bike or the fan bike, same thing. So 10 minutes, warming up get sweat going, pouring sweat out. And then one thing I always do is I do a step up, step down. I use those box jumps, uh, like those wooden boxes, or I have a whole set of like plyo boxes, but you can use like a staircase or something. Uh, I step, I like to do leg isolations. It's where you take your right foot, you step up onto this box or this bench or whatever it is you have, and you keep that foot glued up. Uh, glued on the bench then you step up with your left foot and step down with your left foot and you do 10 on each leg usually holding like barbells or something yeah we hold something yeah depending on the mm -hmm. client like if it's their first workout I have them hold my shoulder mm -hmm. otherwise I have them holding uh, dumbbells on each side mm -hmm. and so is that adding like an extra set of like resistance to build strength or is that just confusing not confusing like focusing my my thought process on the barbells. It's so a little bit it, of both. Mm -hmm. uh, it counterbalances you a little bit and yeah. it also uh, gives you extra weight. Okay. It's like saying I'm adding, you know, 20 pounds to you mm -hmm. and that it's requiring your leg to give that much more resistance okay. uh, or it gives your leg that much more resistance. Mm -hmm. So step up, step down 20 times or 10 times each leg, take a break and using dumbbells sometimes, but if it's your first time, I don't do that because some people take some, like the one of the girls I trained, the first time she was like wobbling all over the place. Yeah, the rhythm and is hard for me. Now I have too. her holding mm -hmm. 15 pound dumbbells on each side and she's, you know, destroying it, so it's mm -hmm. good. So 10 sets, 10 on each leg, take a break, 10 on each leg, take a break, like 30 second break, nothing too crazy. Mm -hmm. um, to up that, like if, when my clients start getting better, what I'll do is, Step up right leg, 
step down right leg, and then lunge back with your right leg. So it's like okay. you step up, step down, lunge back to like a like a leg lunge mm -hmm. um, 10 times. And that's, that's on my leg days that I do. So I'm going to tell you guys about leg day today because that's one of my favorite days. Um, I like that. And then I also like, uh, I have this thing called a, oh, geez, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> there I go again. It's a, it's like a medicine ball that has handles on the side of it. Mm -hmm. I never, it's called something core, slam core or grip core or something. I don't know. It's some corny name. <laughs> uh, but Jason Sargis gave it to me and it's like one of my favorite tools. It looks like a, like a heavy basketball that has like handles on it. And I like doing burpees with those things. So I'll put like a, uh, uh, a jump rope on the ground and you have to jump over the jump rope, jump back and then do a burpee. And you do 10 of those. Uh, <clears throat> that's pretty exhausting. And to up that a little bit, if that's too easy, you'll like do a kind of military press. So you hold it at your chest and you press it up against your head, uh, up above your head twice and then go down and then do like jump your feet in twice and come up. So it's like a double burpee. So you do 20 of those total, 10, take a break, 10, take a break. Um, then I start getting into uh, some slam ball stuff and you can actually make your own slam ball for way cheaper than buying it at Target or something. It's you just take an old basketball, fill it with sand, and then duct tape it up, mm -hmm. and it's now a slam ball. Nice. Um, it's pretty easy to make, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, you just got to cut a little. Just don't cut a big hole in it because that thing will leak, and you'll have sand everywhere, <laughs> and that's no good. The duct tape seems like a good idea. Duct tape's great, uh, and then just, just wrap it up a lot, too, if you're going to make your own slam ball. But slam balls are great because when you throw them against the ground, they don't bounce. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll do, like, you start on your knees on a yoga mat and you slam to the left and slam to the right and slam to the left, slam to the right. You do that for a minute and then do another minute. Then you'll slam right in front of you, jump up to your feet, slam it down again right in front of you, down to your knees, slam it, jump up, slam it again. So another minute of that. So you do about a total four minutes. Then for me, I get into the actual leg portion of lifting. So there's lots of different things you can do. Obviously a squat is my favorite, but I have a hard time selling people on squats who have never worked out. Nobody seems to like squats. I love them. Squats don't bother me actually. I love doing squats, but I always make sure people do them to death. Mm -hmm. You know, ass to grass, you're, you have to have your legs at least parallel. Your thighs need to be parallel with the ground or dip down below. Uh, it's a myth that your knees can't pass your toes. That is a myth. If anyone tells you that, they have no idea what they're talking about and are, uh, just don't listen to them. Mm -hmm. So I like to do five by fives. That's my favorite kind of uh, workout routines to do. So you do five reps, five sets. So it's just easy, it's easy to follow, it's easy to do. You do about 40 to 50% of your one RM. So if you can total squat, like for me, I can squat about 260. I would take 40% of that, and that's what I would do my five by five. Mm -hmm. So whatever, I don't, I can't do mm -hmm. the number in my head. It's probably like 150 or something. I don't know. Um, no, it's way less than that. It's like 135. I, I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but that's why I always have a calculator. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I do five by five squats, and the squat is, it's technically called a back squat. It's where the bar is resting on your shoulders and your neck. Then I do a five by five of a front squat. It's where the bar is resting on your chest. So it's like where your collarbone is. Okay. And you, there's two ways to do it. You can either bend your wrist back so you're kind of like, look like you're doing a, like a pull up, but with your hands backwards. So like picture yourself doing a pull up. That's mm -hmm. what your hands would be like. Your okay. thumbs facing forward. You can either hold it like that. Or my favorite is 
and this is hard on a podcast to explain, but you kind of put one hand on each shoulder and then you raise your elbows up to be parallel. Picture like those old Russian dancers, you know, okay. when they would like squat down, they would dance like that. And kick and, their feet out. Yeah, kick their feet out, but their arms are parallel, but their their hands are touching their shoulders. And then the bar is resting on your shoulders. I have really meaty shoulders. And I tried this with a female client the other day and she did not like it because mm -hmm. it, she did not have the same meat on right. her shoulders that I do. Mm -hmm. So we immediately, I immediately changed it because I'm like, no, 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 if it hurts, don't do it. Mm -hmm. um, Again, five by five, you gotta drop the weight for a front squat though. So it's gonna be a lot less than your back squat just because the angle of the weights changes. So we do our front squat, we do our back squat, and then we do what was called a hack squat where the, the, the barbell is actually on the ground and it's behind your feet. So then you reach back and lots of people scrape up their, their calves by doing this, but you reach kind of behind you, squat down, and then pull the bar up so it's like behind your knees now mm -hmm. and then you drop it down and then pull the bar back up five by five uh again pretty pretty simple to follow that five by five rule um i like it it's it's just kind of technically easy for me i guess um and if you have a lot of time at the gym you could always do heavier so you would do like a three by eight or i mean uh, like a uh i don't know like a five by three you just up the weights and you do like three reps instead of five just remember the higher the rep, the lower the weight needs to be. Uh, that's just to, for you to feel good about yourself. Because <laughs> then if you're like, I can't do eight of these, well, it's because you're supposed to only do three. Mm -hmm. um, so from there, I use these things called sliders and you can just use a rag or a towel or something. So slider discs are, they're plastic on one side and then like, um, like almost felt or something on the other side. And they're just these discs that you put your feet on and picture doing mountain climbers but your feet are sliding on the floor while you're doing it and it's it's good because you can't take a break unless you just stop completely so like usually when you're doing a mountain climber you stick your butt way in the air to take a break and you kind of rest at the top this you can't do this because your feet will slide back I do uh, this kind of like weird set thing that it's like you do 20 of the mountain climbers so 20 on each leg then you switch to where you're in a push-up position and you spread your feet wide and then bring them back together for 10 on each uh, well 10 on each leg but you do it at the same time so you spread your legs wide bring them back together spread wide bring them back together for 10 then you do um, the pike up where it's you your hands stay in you stay in a push-up position but then you bring your butt up and you use your hips to drag your feet towards your hands so you kind of pike up picture like those divers who like do like a jackknife mm -hmm. like that's what you're doing and then you slide back down and slide back up slide back down uh, that's another uh, you do three sets of those. So you go through all the way, take a break, all the way, take a break, one more. Uh, I'll sometimes throw in some agility ladder stuff, which if you don't have an agility ladder, you can just tape one on the ground or they, they're really easy. Just get some like shoelace stuff. Um, and then uh, after doing agility ladder, I like to finish off with... Um, some stretches obviously anytime you lift big you need to stretch afterwards but uh prior to that i do things called white belt runs which everyone hates but thank you jason sargas for cluing me into white belt runs uh it pretty much gets rid of any energy you have left after a workout and it's basically you need a partner though you can use uh you can tie weights to this thing but i don't recommend it uh, someone holds a belt and I use just like a karate belt or something. They're pretty cheap online. Uh, they sell these things called accelerators. They're 
kind of banded. Go on Amazon, look up an accelerator, you'll know what it means. Um, so they use like a, I use a white belt, I wrap it around the waist of the person that I'm training and it's just a resisted sprint and you go like six rounds of that and basically any energy that you had is in non-existent. And that's when you stretch and that's kind of my one hour training session that I do for clients. Now remember that's a good workout to do but I find it hard to do alone. I've done that workout by myself before and it's hard without people motivating you to do that. Um, but again, I'm gonna more often try and give you guys a few workouts that you could either use the whole thing or implement into your training session how you please. But again, it's all about getting your workout in and if you didn't get your workout in, it's, uh, it's gonna be a wasted day in my opinion. We are nearing the end. Uh, Sarah had to jet because we heard Charlie uh, crying. Oh, there she is, and she brought a little baby down with her. Not so baby anymore, is he? Oh, he's a big kid now. He's a big kid, so we're just closing out the podcast now. Yeah? Yeah. Hi, Charlie. Charlie is Daddy. eating his little journey apple, broccoli, pear, f fruit puree. One of these days we should talk about healthy babies. Actually, it would probably be really smart. Yeah, healthy babies. I can, I can get real upset about some of that, though. Like, uh -oh. angry. Yeah. There's a lot of controversy in these mom wars. There is, yeah, the anti-vaccinations and... <laughs> well, I haven't thought about that far, but yes. No. I was thinking more about the what to feed your child. Oh, yeah. And the guilt that a lot of moms place on, on each other. But that's a story for another time. A story for another <sighs> day, yes. As now a dad, I don't... Well, as a dad, I I don't care because yeah, because you just have to show up and you get a medal. I do. I get a trophy. Yeah. My, where's my trophy? Because <laughs> I just so much pass a you know a French fry to my kid and I'm yeah. <laughs> judged well, for murdering. Him. I thought it was funny the other day. I took Charlie to the to the little sandwich shop by our house and mm -hmm. I had a beer and he was eating chips and everyone was like, "Oh, you guys are so cute together." And, and if I had done that, DHS would have been waiting for me yep, outside. I'm a handcuff. That's not even. That's like not even an option. Like right. DHS literally would have been waiting for like the cops. Someone would have. Should you be doing that? Is yeah. That okay? It's okay for him. He's good. He's being chill. Are you an alcoholic? <laughs> I've been like, yup. Yup. <laughs> no. So maybe no. one of these days How we'll was do that? it. Yummy. Did no. you like that, Charlie? Mhm. Mm was it delicious? Give him a cracker. Was it delicious? You want a peanut butter cracker. Here. Is your protein? Ooh, peanut butter. Yeah. Yummy. Yes. So. Yeah. But yep. As much as I know, you guys all want to hear us talk to our kid. Uh, <laughs> we are going to let you all go. Mm -hmm. Did you work out today? Probably. I did not. My knee is killing me. We worked out yesterday. Though. We had a yeah, run. we had a good run. Sarah's been working out like a mad woman. I have. Mm -hmm. And, but it's not too late. No matter where you are, what you do, you can always work out. Um, but we're coming all the way from the East Coast, Eastern. Ah, Southeastern PA, mm -hmm. Philadelphia, North Philadelphia, Brewery Town 19121. And I want to thank you again for listening to the Bear Trap Fitness Podcast. Check out the Sleep With Me Podcast to put you to sleep. And check out the No Sleep Podcast to keep you from sleeping. I highly recommend those two podcasts. Any parting words? No, have a good one. Say bye, Charlie. Say bye, Charlie. Bye-bye. 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 Yeah, he's, like, yeah, he's like, whatever. Oh, he's eating peanut butter. Oh, All right, see ya. There he goes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>